Hey, what's up, everybody? Uh, welcome to the Black Narrative, sponsored by Converse Black Student Union. My name is Jimmy Sanders. I'm Caroline Colson. I'm Jasmine Williams. Uh, so we'll just jump right in. Um, we got some good topics for today. We're going to talk about just what it means to be black to us, um, and then also um, how to be an effective ally. Uh, we think that's really important when discussing uh, black issues and things like that. Uh, this whole podcast series is just going to be you know, educational purposes, motivational purposes, inspiration purposes. Uh, we just want to um, give you guys some good black content and, you know, hopefully you guys can take something from that. So um, we'll dive right in. Caroline and Jazz, you want to tell us a little bit about yourselves? Uh, my name is Caroline Wilson. I'm the Vice President of Black Student Union. I'm an English major and a philosophy minor, and I'm also the English Department Assistant. My name is Jasmine. I'm a major in political science with a Spanish minor, and I'm also part of the acrobatics and tumbling program at Congress. And uh, I'm Jimmy Sanders. I'm the president of Black Student Union, uh, majoring in child and family studies, and I am a part of our men's basketball team. Um, so yeah, we'll just jump right in. Um, it's going to be as casual as possible, but we're going to just talk about what it means to be black to us. So um, I think we'll start with you, Jazz. What what does it mean to be black? Um, we'll start small. What does it mean to be black at Congress for you? Honestly, I feel like it's something to be proud of. Congress, originally it was all women's college. Yeah. And you know, it started out, I'm sure, all white women. Mm -hmm. But I feel like, especially these past few, past few years, we've definitely grown away from that in terms of diversity. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I'm proud of because not only am I a black person at Congress, I'm also part of the honors program, so I get to represent in there too. So yeah, I feel like it's really just black people have been through so much and I'm proud that I'm able to represent. Yeah, for sure. Caroline? I kind of feel like this in my way because Congress didn't integrate until 1975. Mm -hmm. And so like when I am on campus and I'm walking around and I see other black people on campus, I don't know, I feel a lot, I feel seen. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I'm, like, I do feel like I'm representing, like I feel like I'm one of, not the one people that made it in a sense, but one of the people that like you can that you can see as yourself when you're on campus. Right, and uh, to y'all point about you know being proud of being black. I mean, we just went co-ed, so I'm you know one of few black men on campus, and you know that is something to be proud of, just because to see how far we have came. Um, but at the same time, um, we still are at a PWI, so you know we are still trying to change things and. Um, help our people feel comfortable. You know, we we have, you know, might have a certain confidence that other people might have walking, you know, down 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 the hallways of the classrooms and stuff, but like, you know, it is something to be proud of, but it's also a lot of work to be done at the same time. So, um, so Jazz, you're from Arizona. Um, you just got here to Spartanburg, South Carolina. Is there like a shift in how, uh, like, how being black feels versus in Arizona versus in um, uh, South Carolina? I mean, naturally, we in the South. Yeah. It's a little different of a vibe when it comes to the relationship between white people and black people. Not even just white people and black people, but everybody's black people in general. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I feel like I don't really see myself as like a victim of like the microaggressions and the racism. I just... I, people under, they underestimate me as a black woman, mm -hmm. and I use that as an opportunity to prove them wrong. So I mean, I, that's how I see it. I kind of put a twist on it, make it a little more positive, because I feel like I can show people that they're not what I think they think I am. Mm -hmm. 
And you know I've done that, y'all. Acro Champions 2020 Champions. Acro Plug. Um, Caroline, you, you've been in South Carolina your whole life, bro? Yes. So how has that experience been being black um, just, you know, in South Carolina? Um, it's definitely been challenging because I haven't lived in the same region mm-hmm. all my life. So I literally went from a small town with only one stoplight being one of the only 18 black people at a literal community school because it's so small to going to near Charlotte, which was more black people, but still, I think my junior year, we finally became, black people became more than the white people finally. And it was, it's, it's to go from a more Southern, like a more rural region to something a little more suburban is so different because there's just such a different makeup of black people there. And in a way it made me, and we realize that not all black people are the same. Like we all have our different stories and our different experiences and just things that we diff- we like that are differently. And I feel like when I was at my old school, I was more shifted in a way that I thought all black people were the same. And so I like almost annihilated myself, alienated myself from that. But like switching to like a bigger school and seeing like all these diverse things. And I saw like not all the black people liked black people. Like they're not all best friends, but it was something just I just really, I would really mean because it just made me see like how individual black people are as a whole, yeah. but like as a group. Yeah, that's that's important to mention because I think a lot of people like to group black people into one, one, one just stereotypical character. But I mean, we're so different. I mean, just looking across the table here, I mean, we're all so that we all have our own things that we like, uh, that we dislike. Um, personally, being in South Carolina, uh, it's been an experience. I think. I've moved a lot, of, you know, moved a lot, and this is probably the racist, like the most racist state I've been in. Um, you know, and I lived in Texas, and I didn't really even like see it like that. But um, no, it's definitely an experience within itself. But um, I do like Spartanburg. I will say, like Spartanburg, we it is kind of de facto segregation. You know, you got your white areas, your black areas, but like. Wow, like oh, we're, our black people are popping here. Like they really like, like we're getting, they're like we're like, and you know having you know upstate around the corner and you know just different, you know different. I think the west West Spartanburg is where you know more of our folk are. It's just it's nice to see, you know, and it's also also helps drive me want to help you know other people in a different situ- in a different situation because you know we're ultimately we're you know lucky to be you know where we are. Um, and I think that um, just seeing different, seeing different black people and how different, different shit works. I mean, that that can really just inspire and motivate us to do better. Um, so on a on a deeper on a deeper level, like uh, you know, haven't heard too much about it this past year. Um, I mean, this but last year was really rough in terms of police brutality and you know black people. Um, fighting for, you know, fighting for our rights kind of, you know, a little bit, not, wouldn't say more than ever, but it's definitely like outspoken a lot uh, with with the power of social media and stuff we've been seeing about that. So how does it, just being, just being black in America, like, or how do you feel about that? Because I know personally, you know, sometimes I, sometimes I'm, I'm always ecstatic to be black. I love who I am. I love that I get to wake up every day and I know like, Oh, I, I set a trend, you know what I mean? Like, I, I have that power like to set a trend, but I also know that like, a lot of people want to be us without like respecting us. And 
sometimes like I can go through, I just go through the world and I'm like, I'm not seen, I'm not heard. And like when black, when black issues happen, all my like, you know, white friends, white counterparts, they act like that shit didn't even happen for real. Like they just going to work and it's like another day. But like for me, I'm sitting here like, I'm trying to get my work done. And I'm also thinking like, damn, we keep dying at all. <laughs> like, like, it's not even, it's not like, I, I don't even mean to laugh, but like, you know, it just keep happening and life keep moving on. And we got to keep moving forward so we can, you know, ultimately help. But like, I just, sometimes I get in between like a rock and a hard place where I want to help as much as I can. And then I'm like, we really ain't shit we can do about it, you know? So. I mean, the way I see it, being black in America, it's, it's giving me like something to fight for. Mm-hmm. Like it's motivation for me to want to be successful because I want to be a good rep- representation of my people. Yeah. I mean, I just feel like me as a person, I like to advocate for people. I want to be a lawyer. I want to be able to defend people. And I feel like just everything that goes on in America, just being black in America, it just has been a great force of driving for me to want to do better for myself and for my community. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's definitely tiring yeah. and honestly kind of infuriating to just be black in America because again we have as a black person I have to work twice as hard as a black woman I have to work four times as hard and it's tiring because I feel like almost since I should have to try super hard to be seen or to be acknowledged for things even because you are just as I'm just as good, good or there I say better, better. I am better. better than you know some of your white counterparts like it's and like in my English, like in my informant, not to toot my own horn, but I am better. I'm a I'm a wonderful writer, but I also feel like I have to try harder for some aspects for people to even acknowledge that I'm good. They have to see all of this other these other prerequisites where they can see that I'm good. And oh, well, she just had a little miracle, a little a little hope. Like no, I've been doing this. I've been well. It's like what Jasmine said, like knowing that they have to see me through different lenses to see who I am and makes me try so hard and makes me want to go out there and say the things that I say and do the things that I do. Uh, it makes me move with with a purpose, yeah. in a sense. Yeah, and by the way, these two ladies are phenomenal leaders. Um, they're most outspoken you know, women that I've met um, here at Converse. And, it's nice to have that support um, being an outspoken person myself. So uh, shout out to y'all, by the way. Uh, <laughs> but um, so I think we'll just get right into um, allyship and how what it means to be an effective ally. Uh, I know, Caroline, you got a, a, a spiel on how to, uh, I mean, just go ahead and right dive into it. So I feel like to be a proper ally, you need to understand where your passion is coming from. Like for me, and like what Justin said, like I'm just naturally someone who just wants to help others. And so I know when I need to help a community that's not mine, it's because I want to help because I can see these injustices. But I feel like with a lot of allies, a non-black allyship, especially white allyship, they cannot see these acts of oppression towards them. They see blackness, but not the black person. Meaning they see, they don't see what it is to be black. They do acknowledge that I am black. And I feel like to be an allyship, you need to see the person Almost in a way, see the person past their color. You need to see that you can see that I am black, but you need to see that I am more than just your friend. Like I am part of 
a culture and a history in America that just has not been kind to me. So I'm always just gonna struggle more than you will and face things that you won't. And when I feel like when allies, not black allies, do speak about these things, they're preaching about things through their own lens, and that even that does more harm to the black community than it does good. For example, if if Susan, for example, wants to advocate for something, but she says we need to have we need to have more cameras in our neighborhood to catch these acts of police brutality. To her, that might seem fine because she thinks in her neighborhood it's just cameras' fault. But for black people, that's more cameras to watch us. That's more things to look at us. And in her eyes, that is activism. She's trying to stop these things from happening. But in reality, she's causing more tension between black people and and then higher ups. So I think like when you want to be a good ally, you want to speak in a nice, in a like, in a simple way. You need to know your place. You need to like ask like, have you experienced any of these issues? Do they like directly affect you? And why do you care about it? Because again, like me, Justin, we advocate because we do care. And do you care because you care about black people, or do you care because your friend is black and she's a little sad? Like, why do you actually yeah. want to do something to help? Yeah, it's more more than just more than just the people you know, because the people that you know, they know more people. <laughs> like it's it's not just the group that you know because we're affect, we're affected in so many more ways. There's so many more communities that are being hurt. And if you're only, you know, advocating if I'm only advocating for Jazz and Caroline, then what about this what about their friends? What about their sisters? What about you know, it's so much so much deeper than just the people you follow on Instagram. And, and speaking of Instagram, Jazz has a, has a point about um, allyship and, you know, and social media and stuff, so. I feel like a lot of people consider allyship as like, oh, you're posting a, reposting a post, or not a post, but a petition for justice for Breonna Taylor or something like that. But I feel like it's much deeper than that. Like, if you are really committed to be an ally, you need a first, it's a lot of reflection. You need to acknowledge that you are ignorant. You don't, you've never been a black person. You don't know how it is to be black in America. And you need to acknowledge that you're ignorant so that you can be open to learning what you don't know. Because if you're not open to learning, then you're not gonna be effective. All you're gonna do, you're gonna be reposting all this stuff but not really know how deep it really is. Right, yeah. And when, when you see people just repost things, and it might be people you know, you see them repost things, but then they go out in the world and display actions that are otherwise, like, how does that make you feel? Because it seems backwards in a sense. Honestly, I don't, if I see you post something like a, a petition, I'm not even gonna consider you an ally until I see some action behind you. Yeah. Like, I'm like, okay, well, everybody be posting that because they want to look like they care. I'm mm -hmm. not really gonna, I'm not gonna believe you until I see you actually make, trying to make some change. Like, yeah, yeah, I think it's definitely, Definitely deeper than a than an Instagram post and a, a, a hey I got your back buddy like I mean I like I, I I appreciate it we do appreciate it like I mean don't get me wrong like the small acts you know matter in a sense too but um, it's it's deeper than that you have to want to want you have to be just as committed as the as the people who are going through and I feel like uh, to be an effective ally. You need to have these conversations with, you know, not not with um, just your your black friend who you know, 
have a, have a random con- go to, have a random conversation with a black person you don't know and get their opinion on stuff. How do how do you feel about being black in America? I know, you know, there's I work with a, a woman in my office and you know I love her to death and she through this whole process we've had so many conversations about just what's going on and I can tell she's genuinely trying to to understand what's going on so that she can you know be the best effective ally that she can and that's the type of stuff like sit down have a conversation with your black with your black friends and you know black strangers and figure out you know why is it that we're 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 pushing so hard why is it that you know we are tired every day you know like things like that and if i had some advice for 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 white people themselves i would say exactly what jasmine said like acknowledge your own ignorance first and foremost acknowledge that like I don't know what's going on. I read, I read about it, and I do this and that, and that. But I still, I don't, I really don't know what's going on. All I know is basically is that black people can kill, and it look like black people complaining on social media all day long. Like, and it's more than that because this shit been going on for years, way before the cameras, way before, way before the reposts. Like, and simply we just. We can't we can't get ourselves elevated without good good allyship. You know, every every good monumental feat that we we've, we've had, we've had good allies behind us. And I feel like we I feel like if we're gonna continue to progress, we need more effective allies. Like I'm glad that you guys went to a protest. I'm glad you guys went to things. But like you you're friends with white people who or non-black people who you know might have said this that and the third that doesn't align with you and you didn't speak up. That's where I need you to, that's where I need you to say, hey, that's just not cool. Like, this is blah, 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 blah. Because if you say you're with us, then why you don't surround yourself with people who aren't with us. And growing up, and I went to a private school and stuff, I would always have, you know, people be like, hey, Jim, you my dog, blah, blah, blah. But then you wanna like, you know, wave a Trump flag in my, you know, from your car or something, it's like, you could be with, like, politically do whatever you need to do, but, like, you have to also understand, like, where people's moral go. If you side by side with, you know, somebody's morals that are opposite of something you might be reposting, check yourself. You know what I mean? For sure, check yourself. Um, y'all got anything else to, uh, to mention about all that shit? I mean, that's just, like, an interesting point you said about, like, it's just ignorance is, like, it's okay to accept that you're ignorant, but it's not okay to live in your ignorance. Because like we said, like I, like part of me moving to a more urbanized school, when my school literally put down a half, it was like Trumpies or not. And I would have, I have a white friend now who I don't talk to, well, I guess I don't talk to anymore, she's not really my friend anymore, who was, she she hated that stuff. We'll talk about how like, oh, you're so stupid, ACAB, 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 my lives matter. But she would say the N-word. Yeah. She would, but she dated black people. But that would be the extent of her thing. But only, she would only say N-word if she was like, intoxicated, it would just slip out. But if it can slip out now, how easy is, you would have to say it multiple times for it to just slip out, yeah, you know what I mean? That, yeah, you're comfortable saying it. And that's also like, black people, the black people around you, they notice these things. Mm-hmm. It's not like we're completely stupid. And again, like you can't say that you're gonna be with us when none of your actions are like on par with what you're saying. Yeah, that's a great point. Um, well, you know that's all. That's all we got for um, 
you know, today. Um, but yeah, this is the black narrative. Um, and this is, you know, how we feel in our, in our eyes. Um, and basically we just want, we just want people to, to feel what we're saying. Um, and we're going to, we're going to have some more stuff for you guys later on. Um, so feel free to follow us on Instagram, uh, converse.bsu. Uh, we have plenty of information. We got a cookout coming out September uh, 24th um, at Converse University by the seven. Uh, it's gonna be a fundraiser for um, the victims down in Louisiana from Ida. Um, come out, let's have some fun, let's raise some money. Um, if you guys you know, have any additional questions or you know, wanna reach out to us, uh, you can hit us up on Instagram or email us at converse.bsu at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, uh, thank you for listening, and peace out, Girl Scout.